0: <laughs> if you already know Drake, or you already been on Drake's TikTok, or his lives, or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to everything culture, with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod. All right. I know I'm the one with the little blue me on there. That's me. All right. New season, new season 22, giving y'all encouragement, motivation, and a real insight in the things that I think about on a daily, but I'm saying them out loud to y'all. So check me out on She Gets a Pod on your favorite podcast app, and also find me and the rest of my podcasts on com. now i hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture hey drake i'll let you have your mic back now bye
1: and that's new but when i tell you you know once again you you impress me once again me being um i'm 34 and you know still growing in life and you know, from meeting Leah and how she was, and how she speaks and how respe- respectful she is, especially how she speaks about her parents and meeting the rest of her siblings, and it's it's all it's always been a high regard. Then when I found out, you know, when I counted, I was like, oh man, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, oh man, I was like, and, I, and majority girls too, I was like, man, you got to, he got, he doing something right, yes. The first I said he got to have God in his life first and foremost oh, to make that happen, and that is the head. Believe me, great, that <laughs> is the head within
2: itself. That is the head, totally there. And um, Lord knows we didn't do it by ourselves. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we thank God for Him leading us, but also by us working together, no matter what. Yes, you know we, we have
0: the joy of children laughing around you. The of you. True. The of
1: you. Hey, you are a vast wealth of knowledge and I appreciate even just being friends with you, even on Facebook and having you here right here. But y'all right now we have Mr. Calvin. I know I'm going to keep it at L johnson senior with us today with everything culture and we are doing the makings of him miss the makings of calvin johnson senior so thank you again how you doing mr johnson
2: doing great drake thank you ever so much for having me i really appreciate it greatly
1: uh, and i do apologize to nixon <laughs> once again I, I tell leah all the time that i'm, I'm gonna tell you when i, I keep my word I mean, I don't, I don't ever say when, but I keep my word. I've been talking about having you on for a long time. And I was, like, I was that's why I've been looking forward to it. You just got to find that right time, you know. <laughs> but that's thank you thank you, you, thank you, thank um, you. And once again, if y'all listen to Everything Culture, thank y'all so much. And if y'all know, uh, one of the most frequent guests that we've had is Leah Johnson from Take a, Take a Space Pod and Champions of Discourse and Black Horror Humor um good friend in the podcast game with me this is her father so man this y'all know y'all about to get a wealth of knowledge here so this is going to be a treat i'm looking forward to it and you know the same questions that we ask everyone um first question we have here how would you describe your culture
2: rich with history rich with knowledge and look like our culture evolves over, um, how can I say, when their backs up against the wall, they find a way. It's something like, it's instilled in the DNA. You cannot find a better culture that's so creative. They, um, overall, they can take a a nothing and God can instill something within them to create and say, there goes. Love you know, it. very few people that could look at something. It's almost like an artist. They could just take that lump of clay and just already, they already imagine it, how they're gonna design and fix it and make it to come to pass, while everybody else is just, that's just a lump of clay. That's one of the ways I look at it.
1: Mm. Ooh, okay. Love it, love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you how would you describe yourself? Uh, Still learning,
2: (laughs) still learning. I am so grateful for a wife and my children because so many things I have learned to grow from in spite of um, the different challenges that life might have to throw at you. um, I definitely learned responsibility, you know, making sure that I provided and kept a roof over their head, tried to instill in them some of the main key things that was instilled in us growing up, my sister and I, um, two-parent household, we were grateful and blessed, but to respect our elders, hear our elders out, you know, show concern. Gone are the days, unfortunately, of um, uh, the village, helping to raise the children, you know, that's that's almost out the door. Mm. So we have to kind of instill into the grandchildren of uh, how things are should be, because it's not about helping one another. It looks like it has taken a vaccine and it's all about using the person to get to what you want. And that's, that's really hurtful. And if we could, um, if I could just stop right there, the, one of the key things I've noticed of late is the relationship is torn b- between a generation. Mm. They want to be heard. Mm. You hear what they're saying. But if they don't like your response, they ain't hear nothing you say. You know, you could you could share with them all day long the right path to take. I respect that part. But just like I'm listening to you. Also, hear what I'm saying. Communication. Exactly. The communication has been broken. Part of it, social media. You know, the toughness was being a provider and protecting your family, not about how many you done shot up in a crowd to get ranks. You know, that's it has taken an altogether different face.
1: Ooh, see, and and that and that is one of the big reasons why I want you to come back with this upcoming episode of the special we have because you, you said a mouthful, and I was I was on a, and once again this is the makings of Mister Calvin Johnson Sr. But right. I was on a episode I was on someone else's episode. Shout out to the Boondocks podcast, and they um, do a podcast about the show The Boondocks and about certain episodes and it was a bit everything you just said it was like that episode had in there you know it was from talking about how it's a satire of course but how family you had the selfish side of the family and you had the lazy quote-unquote lazy side of the family and how the family that you know come from a lower income would kind of use the family that they think is rich and our understanding that we, the rich man was like I'm not rich. I'm on a set income. <laughs> it just looked like that. Right. And you're coming at me and you're using all my stuff. And now I'm the selfish. I'm the bad guy. Cause I'm telling you, you got to find a job or something and you want me to take care of you. And the other side don't want to hear that. They just want to know, I see, that's my perception of, I see you got it. You should might as well give it to me, but why do you deserve it? That's something I've asked on show. What do you deserve? I used to ask but that that's that's the concept we come back to um, what do you identify as identify,
2: identify
1: as a black man all right well, you hit it on the nose you. <laughs> what there's no wrong answers here this is the main <laughs> this is your thing right here a black man that loves the lord, okay
2: okay love, because... his, love his wife mm-hmm. love his children, you know. Uh, do anything within reason that be helpful.
1: Hmm. Love, love it. What is your zodiac sign? Uh,
2: if I had one, it would be Virgo.
1: September. Virgo. Okay. Yeah. September. Okay. That's try to get around where your birthday is. You... <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you define your childhood and your upbringing?
2: Uh, you know, some folks would look at that and laugh, but to me, raised up in Hunters Point, San Francisco. And that was the the early years. It was a joy to me. In the projects, the first twelve years in the projects, we played kickball. We played outside the neighborhood, regardless of everything else that was running around. There was love. Hmm. There was love. And you you um you didn't grow up fast. You didn't grow up fast because at the time. When I was growing up, when I used the term fast, you stayed in the child's place. You weren't doing grown-up things. You know, you didn't see that until junior high, until you got away from that area. And I could never understand why at the age of 12, my parents uh, purchased their first home, and we moved away from the projects. Well, my, my father had already seen the drug scene was getting ready to creep into the project area. So thank God that kept us out of that zone. And that changed the whole course of things. A lot of my friends, childhood friends are not here today because they got caught up in that web. And then um, years later by working at the March, where I would see a lot of them weekly, They would come through there. And that was a mind blower for me. So I was going like, wow. And we're talking about uh, late sixties, mid seventies. That was just a constant flow a constant flow, because we was on the upswing and then Heron came in. And mm. when Heron came in, they was clocking out just like a time clock.
1: You know, I, I, I joke on the show and I joke with a person, my friends, my family, I don't know what happened in the seventies, but I'm like, I'll be saying it's something happened in our community. It was a lot of good. But it was a lot of bad that I saw. And I think the same thing enhanced in the 80s When And I'm not putting that on a substance, but that substance did make a difference in our community, depending if you lived within it. Um, So, and thank you for sharing. You're one of the first people I had on to actually share that experience in that way. Um, And you say you worked at a mortuary. Um, How long did you do that? I worked
2: at Bayview Mortuary. as a musician first.
1: Okay, I, I heard uh, you, I heard you. I got a lot of talent. All right.
2: Musician first, but um, the, the gentleman that owned it at the time, Ellis Finley, he's gone on to glory now. Bayview Martuary in San Francisco. And from there, it was surprising that he would uh, I would talk to him and tell me at that time, you go to school for 13 months, and you get certified, get your certificate, and you would be a a mortician.
1: Mm -hmm. I got a friend that's doing it now.
2: Yeah. And, uh, oh, it was, it was sweet. What made me not pursue that? I couldn't deal with the babies.
1: She said that's the hardest thing as well. She was, she was a guest on the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't deal with
2: the babies. And his name was at the time was, uh, Brown. Brown said, do you smoke? I said, nope. He said, do you drink? I said, nope. He said, okay, whatever you encounter while you're here, once you walk out that door, you leave it here. Mm.
1: And I never forgot that. I never forgot that. So I just said, wow. Very good advice. Hard to do, but very good advice. Yes. If you will see all things, and when I say all things, believe me, all
2: things that come through the mortuary.
1: way. Wow, wow, wow. So Coming up, you said you came from a two-parent home. So what were the roles of your parents when you were coming up?
2: All we know is Mama was a the one who <laughs> made a way, had the meals cooked and clothes cleaned. My dad was in the Navy. He retired in the Navy. Okay. did his 20 years and then became a warehouse man. Okay. He was a, the, the total breadwinner. Uh, they allowed me to start playing learning how to play at the age of 12. And um 14 a church hired me as their organist. But no. Uh, they didn't hire me. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta clean that up. Go ahead. They hired me. I cut my teeth with a church of St. John for a number of years. And then um, years later a church hired me. Uh Little Zion Baptist Church in San Francisco hired me as their organist. And I learned, and I just constantly was getting with other musicians, learning, picking up by ear. The lessons had stopped because I was picking up by ear and being shown by my older musician friends, as well as youngsters. You learn something, you show it, share it. Learn something, show it, and share it. And, um,
1: you know, the rest became history. Wow. Love it. Love it. You mentioned you have a sibling. Do you have, how many siblings do you have? And where do you fall in between? There's one sister. I'm the oldest. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Now, don't ask me how in the world <laughs> one sister and and wind up with seven girls and three boys. Mm. I always wanted a big family. My mom, she had a large family. My dad, he only had three brothers. Mm. It, but I always wanted, the you know, Lord blessed me. I uh, blessed me with a beautiful wife, and I always wanted. I wanted all boys, Well, and, <laughs> but I'm grateful for the, my girls. I, I love them to death. I'm grateful. He gave me one of my biggest joys, who blessed me with all our children and twins. Mm. I always say, I wanted twins. Didn't know it was going to be on the back, back end, but- Yeah, you know, later yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what?
1: so be careful what you ask for Uh, i was just about to say that he'll give it to you he may not be when you want it but he'll give it to you yeah wow wow. where do you consider home
2: home used to be san francisco Uh, home is wherever i could be uh with the wife and it's peaceful i make that home
1: love it love it love
2: it I don't have a permanent location as far as, I, I love the warm weather. When we went over to the uh, Virgin Islands mm. <laughs> back in 2019, I, Drake, I fell in love with that place so much until I could actually retire there. Mm. I could just stay there because I liked the scenery. I knew it was a vacation, but just the idea of just watching the ocean, you know, the food, walking, Around the beach, even though it was a resort, but we went outside of all of that and seen how others live, it make yes. you really appreciate life. You know, yes. like wow,
1: yes,
2: I, you know, it, it was a it was a mind blower because I was saying wow, they're doing some of the things I was raised up
1: learning. Mm-hmm. You no, know? yeah, and some of these values still may be intact. That's why I look at it. Yes. Um, that's how I feel. I, my wife, I wanted to go outside of the resort. We went to Punta Cana uh, in Dominican Republic, and you know, I, I wanted to go to the little villages. You know, see what they're talking about. Same thing when I, we were in Saint Lucia. Same Philip So, mm-hmm. um, you you answered one of the questions right there. But hey, that that is something I I was want to know. If you could just live anywhere or just your know, place to stay, where would you want to be? you know and that uh, was great response yeah okay. well when I said once again these all your responses are the correct response so say that again um what were your chores growing up ah uh, or your responsibilities let's say that
2: respect my parents.
1: Mm.
2: that that was the top of the list you didn't come in and talk crazy uh show any kind of disrespect to my mom or dad mm. you know uh, even if when I became of age and thought that I wanted to uh, give a side eye, you know, they hurried up and let me remember who I was, mm-hmm. and what, you know, what was gonna go down. Uh, chores? Great, <sighs> that's, that's not a trick question, but it makes me laugh now because, okay, keep my room clean mm-hmm. and um, my clothes, if I put something in the cleaner, it was my responsibility to go and get it out the cleaners. And basically, whatever they asked me to do, if I didn't hesitation, it wasn't no thing about it, I didn't have time for that. Uh-uh. Nah, uh, no, this was no you gonna make time and do it. And that was it.
1: And that response right there, Ooh, don't, don't get, I'm about to say, "This is your thing." Don't give me, I don't want to get started down. <laughs> See, I was raised partially by my grandparents. that was born in 1918, and I'm like, yeah, that, I know. You didn't get a choice what to choose. So it's like whatever is being said. Like, <laughs> anyway, it goes. With how were you disciplined growing up? Then
2: got a butt whooping. Okay, with with the belt. With the belt or the switch? Well, mm. as we was younger, it was with the switch. With the belt, there wasn't no call to the police. There wasn't no um, screaming and hollering. No, no, no. You got handled. You got dealt with. And don't act a fool at school. Oh, 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 oh. no, 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 no. But it was never a point that we had to be coached before we went out. Yeah. We knew before we went out that door who we were and who our parents were, and you represent accordingly. Mm. So that always stayed with me no matter what. You know.
1: Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what are and what, well, what were or what are your beliefs? I still
2: believe in God. I believe in God with my whole heart. I still believe in family values. As unfortunately, maybe it's not being taught or it's being shared in a different form. I respect that. I still strongly believe that the man is the provider. This is my belief: The man is the provider. I, I, Kind of shake my head at this. some of the brothers that just wait to um, get with somebody to have something instead of working to try to get something together. I'm not trying to sponge off of somebody that has worked and did all the labor to achieve their major goals, and then you just go slide in and enjoy it, and you ain't lift a, a cup. You know, I definitely believe in getting a job legal, legally getting a job. <laughs> I had to say that (laughs) because some people might have incomes that may flow in a different way, but have a job, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: have responsibility, you know, and um, if you want respect, show respect. You know, I don't have to talk down to you to be able to relate to you. I don't have to talk down to anybody in order to show who I am. And let's just come to terms of using some decent language all that cursing and this and that, just to get on social media. Listen to me with all of that. Uh, no, nah.
1: Don't go listen to the first season of the show on Mr. Johnson, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, there's nothing I, was to I said. I've been working on cleaning it up. And it, 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 it was something that I was, hey, when I talk to some of my family members, I come up, I like I got it from y'all. I hope y'all know that. But I'm gonna use an excuse, it's okay. broke this is my thing it but i i love it i love it i love it um and especially you said another pillar we have here with everything culture and that's respect um it, it's so easy to get to that point where you can disrespect someone without knowing it but when you realize you've done so it's easy to hey a, apology and how can we get back to this you know that's when we, when we could talk about communication that if you, No matter what your house may look like, as long as nothing dangerous, if you ask me to take my shoes off when I come in your house, I need to take my shoes off before I come in your house. That's why, how I look at respect. There you um, go. And some people are not with that, but that's something we will, I'm telling them, we're we'll going to touch on in the future. Um, our next question. So this is three layered, okay? Uh-huh. Um, if you could recommend a movie, a book, and a TV show, which three would you recommend?
2: The book, the Bible. All right. You really have to study it. You have to really study it and get into the scriptures. Uh, Just don't glance over and read and say you understand it. No, you have to read before and after and get a clear understanding and then prayer, praying in between. For for uh, for it to be more clear, Um, a movie, one of my favorites was Love and Basketball. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's one of All my right. favorites basketball. Um <laughs> uh, But but I, I could flip it so easy because I also like flight. Like,
1: flight. Flight that like that's the comedy, right?
2: Oh fl- no, flight was no comedy. That was Denzel as an airline pilot.
1: Hmm. Is that the one where he was um was he drunk or was he no one he landed? At, I can't. I think I remember. I don't know if I watched it or not. It was some type of substance that he was on that caused the issue. Is that the one? I hate when they do that. I, I think it, it lagged on you real quick. But go ahead. What You were talking about flight?
2: Yeah, flight. Um, he did not allow the, the dead stewardess to take the fall. He manned up because he was about to walk. Mm-hmm. He was about to get away with everything and he just said, no, you not gonna do it like that. He told the truth. Yeah. And he was almost scot-free, you know, from that. But it was so many layers of a storyline, a live storyline, that was coming un- unwind. In, in spite of the position he was in here, he was as one of his homies said, man, you are a hero. you never have to pay for another drink again. But they did not know all the stuff that he had endured Mm. You know, to get to that point. So uh, this, um, I'm I'm like that as well as gangster pictures, of course. I, I, yeah, The Wire. Oh, man. The Wire, I was front and center. Mm. Front and center. And what a lot of folks think that was just always commercial. No, that was just showing the other side of that side of life.
1: Okay. So The Wire be your TV show. I haven't watched The Wire yet, but um, I, I once again, <laughs> I hey, it was one of the things I, I remember the time I said either I'm watching a Wire or I'm watching Breaking Bad, and I said because I, I didn't have enough time to watch both, and I chose Breaking Bad. Um, but it's all my to do. That. I watch some, but I know it's a good show. I know it's a good show because I'm one of those guys when I start watching like. I'm I'm going to finish. I will clear a whole weekend. I will be doing all type of chores around the house with that on while I'm watching it, while I'm doing everything else. Well, it's, I, I'm going to get into it. Know have
2: somebody- you watched, uh, have you started watching, uh, what's that?
1: Snowfall. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, absolutely. Now, and i tip that. See, once again, I'm, you might gonna make me pause this and talk. We could talk about that. But Snowfall is such a good show. And it, once again, I was born in the eighties and, so I've seen a lot how crack would affect our community from a later level, you know, still to this day, you can say, but how they portrayed it, how, when, it, and I can only imagine, but when I talked to my friends that live on the West coast, that live in LA, they're like, Oh yeah, they, they are spot on. They're like, this is, they're like, it feels like you're still there. One of my friends said, but like he was having PTSD. He was like, cause some of the scenes in there was like, if you feel it, like the news on um, casters and how, what was going on. And, yeah because he was front and center so to speak he was a kid but he was like you know he was growing up those experiences and things are happening it was like it's kind of you mentioned something that's going on in texas if you talk about um what was something that happened in texas everybody was like it was a big thing i'm like oh we lived through that like (laughs) yeah it was like that um but you didn't look it that was just your life so but when i say with snowfall and we, we once again we could talk about it because i i may bring it up for father's day because if you caught up with it um i always say how do y'all feel about the daddy and a lot of people are like i'm like that that's 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 the one i feel like here yeah, they could end it now with me and i'm like <laughs> he was trying to do the right thing for his people but and you know
2: uh, personally speaker when you start going against family Regardless of doing the right thing, start going against family. And he knew, as my father would always say, okay, if you don't want no involvement with it, don't even get involved from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. From the very beginning, step away, walk away, and tell his wife, hey, I'm out of here. You can come with me. But if you go sit there and start getting involved with it,
1: then all
2: of a sudden you're going to have a conscious,
1: nah, nah. The conscience went into effect when he found out who was leading in charge. When he find out the CIA was involved, oh, he was out because he saw what the CIA did. Look what made him do to his own family, you know. And that's what he didn't want to see that with his son because he knew sooner or later it was going to happen. And I think he was looking bigger on the. And that's what he's trying to say. He wasn't going at his son. He was going for the CIA. Man, man, They had a oh, did they have a call answer for him? No. Oh man,
2: <laughs> like you said, we still got to figure out. Okay, what happened? Because um, I- I'm anxious to see how that's gonna turn out. Because I still said,
1: "Don't understand, made the mother." That's what I said. That's right. you said the same. Okay, <laughs> you see, we get all distracted.
2: That's <laughs> said
1: this sound Like, cause she coincidentally she had to go. Get oh, come on now. Yeah, I was yeah. like. Oh, all come on. Of a sudden, too? Like, <sighs> god, so, like, so, Drake, if you if you if you like uh snowfall,
2: you going to have a field day on the first and second, the third season wasn't that good. I heard. But all the other seasons with the wire, oh, you going to go like, "Oh my god."
1: Mm. Yeah, that they, these are going to be topics in the future for us. That and I want to talk to people that's actually been in that realm of, you know, not only drug use, but the drug distribution as well because mm-hmm. that that created a culture. Yeah, so no did. doubt it created a culture. Um I have family members that are suffering from it, I have family members that profited from it. So, you know, the but this I think the conversation needed to be had, you know. Yeah, that's just definitely. my thing. Um now, on that part I I I still I would never forget
2: because see the, the um the watching it in high school is one thing. Mm. But I watched, if I had to tell it and be truthful with it, I saw the very ending to it. That means once they came to the marchway, I seen mm. some of the most laid out funerals with the Rolls Royce, the, the uh, horse driven buggy, you know, for the casket and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, because of the kingpins. And mm. then when, when the rival gangs would come down there to the marchway before they started shooting, Rival games would come down there to pay their respect and dress to the till and the ladies and all of that. Yeah, but that's the main key thing, that particular, in that season of time, they didn't have no retirement. They was only making so much money before they had to get bumped off and move to the next person. And that's what a lot of folks fail to really look at and see. There was no retirement. They made the money. They had the cars. They had the ladies. They had the properties.
1: But a lot of them are not here to enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you see, once again, that's something we're going to bring back. But we're going to continue because yeah. we got we to gotta get back on you now. We got to get back to you. Okay? If you could call three people to speak with, just to have a conversation with, who would be those three people? It could be people... Ah here no longer here people that you've never met before that doesn't matter just three people that come to mind
2: my dad is number one lord knows i miss him he he left in 2005 uh um yeah my dad is number one um you said three people wow now, one is hitting me right at the top of my head, and I don't know. Well, I know why. I would just actually like to know as much as the stuff that was thrown against him. He still had that drive to go forth and try to help and educate his people. And even at that last movie, that's one Friday night, when in um, Miami, I, yeah, in Miami, yeah. Malcolm shared with Sam Cooks, Muhammad Ali, and Jim Brown mm-hmm. about the course, about their life situation. Mm-hmm. What was driving you to sit up and share all this wealth of information that these brothers wasn't, some of them weren't even aware of? Sammy, why ain't you changing his whole outlook
1: on music? Man, when I look at his story and how he had once again, we ain't gonna get to we can't we can't keep getting sidetracked. But, but when I like, cause I, I didn't know how he died. One of my buddies said how he died. Oh, he like oh he he was raping a woman. I'm like what? No. I'm like okay. And once again, when somebody say something, you take the time and research. And when I start researching, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. He would that that. Mm-mm. I know no man is perfect, but man, the way everything was falling together and apart and what he was doing for his community and what he was shaking up at the time. Yes. I don't know about that one, but I'm like, I'm going to lean on a different side. That, running his way.
2: own masters, running his own record label,
1: you know. He was trying to buy American Bandstand. I never even knew. Do you know what, the, I, I understand the significance of American bandstand was at the age I'm at. now. That was a big deal. And if you're trying to do that, that because their representation is a change. It just takes one. Exactly. And if you, and exactly. if you can slander and you can make them look bad in the public eye, Oh, they, they, that's what it takes. I'm not one of those folks. And once again, we, we got to bring it back. Let me bring it back. You got, you got one more person.
2: <laughs> uh, I said, uh, my dad, Malcolm, um, I've got a musician. Um, Billy Preston.
1: Billy Preston? Billy Preston. Wow.
2: I, I met Billy Preston twice and um, Billy was so down to earth, but his musical skills, dude, things he was doing on organ and piano, I, I would just like to just, okay, we know all gifts come from above, above. Mm-hmm. but how he was able to enhance that, even though I know that he was being trained, you know, to come to that level and how he was able to explain it. Now, the, the sad part about it, you know, um, it, it came with his trappings that he later on got caught up with. And that was the drug thing, but it, it still never took away from his gifts and his talents. You mm. know? and that's mm-hmm. yeah i could have said a lot of other musicians but one in particular it will always be billy preston
1: all right he's in texas too let's see yeah okay, okay. But that
2: la lifestyle <laughs> oh,
1: once again we that's i'm telling you we I can go on and on conversations once again i haven't been but i just sit back and i pay attention I'm this yeah it, it's a it's a it's a different culture like, <laughs> like completely Mm All right. What has been an impactful moment in your life?
2: Um.
1: Wow. Let me go recent. Uh, this pandemic.
2: Ooh. Go ahead. Pandemic. Um. Now you didn't ask for this, but that the platform, so I might as well share. It. Absolutely. March of uh, last year. I did not know I had a. Uh, Bleeding prostate. I do know. So much so, my brother, that um, I was in the hospital through the whole pandemic three times. Yeah, it, it 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 shook me, cause one thing brothers don't
1: talk about
2: is their health.
1: I'm, I'm just gonna do it, keep talking. Um, I'm gonna put you in touch with one of my, you will love this guy, love him, love him. He'll love you. Um, Eric um, Taylor. Um, with Priority Mail, he was a guest on the show some time ago. I seen, and his main hes a black male nurse, and he talks about everything we need to hear. He, he talked wow. about how we don't take care of our bodies until it's too late. We care more about the four wheels that we drive than the two feet that we're walking on. And he's very and he's laid back, and he'll talk to you. You reach out to him. You ask ask him questions. He talk about he talk about prostate in detail uh he and he but he make it fun he make it freely he make it down to earth um he also speaks about um you know anything to do with SEDs. he talk about what you should eat he talk about drinking cigar he he he'll touch on all of it he like and even with covid i'm trying to bring him back on soon they'll talk about hey being black dealing with what we have right now some of the fears we have he's one of the reason why i went and got my first vaccine a couple weeks ago but not only because Cause what we see on TV, and don't get me right, wrong, I had my, you know, um, I was nervous about it. You know, I was thinking, you know, I don't trust the medical system sometimes, especially vaccines. because we know how they do. Because we know how, exactly. But yeah. no, talking to him, meeting him, knowing that he is kinfolk, I would say where I'm from, he's a trusted individual. And he wasn't with it at first. But he took his time. He did. He spoke to the other people he knew and trusted. He did his research, and that's how a community should work. Once again, you ask me something about CPS or foster care or something like that or uh, mediation. Oh, I can run you down. Oh, I'm the expert in that. But I'm not an expert in health. So let me reach out to someone in my community that is. Thank and and he was able to share many things with me that was very helpful to me. And, while we, you know, and that's what made it easier for me to do so. So, But with that, um, so I'm glad. Hope, hope everything's working out. I'm praying for you, for, first and it, foremost.
2: It, my brother, uh, that was a scary moment. And this is the reason why I brought it up. It was not only a humbling experience. Here, can you imagine, I, okay, I, I took sick over at my mom's house in San Francisco. To wake up in the morning to relieve yourself and you're just urinating straight blood. Get in my car, come all the way, an hour and 15 minutes to drive home. Had to stop on the side of the road to relieve nothing but more blood. Get all the way to the house, look my wife in the eyes, and tell her, don't say nothing. Just walk on upstairs, take a shower, and say so I can sleep this off. Yeah, took I'm, I'm... a nap. Took a nap. Woke up. Great. I'm, I'm going to definitely look him up. Took a nap, and finally, same thing happened all over again. I had to go get her. She looked at me and said, let's go. You go in the ER. Because brothers don't, no, 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 no. I'll be all right. And what I didn't realize, until after all the fanfare and everything, I could have bled out. Wow,
1: wow, wow, wow.
2: Didn't even know
1: it. Wow.
2: So I just said, yeah. I said, you know what? Whether brothers want to hear it or not, your body tells you. Listen to your body. Your body gives you warnings. I didn't want it. I didn't see it. It wasn't that I was too busy. I didn't see it. But that was a major wake-up humbling call for me. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. Thank thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. You got me over tearing up over here. Man, that's good. Because you you got so much you got a long life to live, you know. And, And this is just me saying this is God speaking through me right here, I would say, because you have a large family you have a good family um and just for me just from the from this um pandemic and meeting um leah and the rest of your daughters and just you through social media man you come off like man that's something that that's something i would like to see more in my community that's something i would like to be like when i get up because you steady sharing you know and you come off from a genuine perspective yeah, so please take care of yourself, and well, we can. Do that. And that's why I sent you to Eric immediately, because this is exactly what he talks about, exactly what he's talking about. Everything you said, in case, and he always said, "Why the woman got to come and take care of you?" <laughs> and he and he and when I almost start sending you all because he has a he has a group just like I have my everything culture group. He has a group on Facebook that he says specifically for men, women, y'all y'all go nowhere. This is for us. This is for men and he talks about what we need to do for our health. Because sometimes we're too afraid to speak about it, or we too strong, and we worried about being shamed for things. This is a very open concept, and it's something we need, especially. I'm telling you, it's something we need. And I've seen my uncle, I ain't going to give him like I've seen it happen. You know I can say that I've seen it happen. I've had cousins and you name it and even myself i had heart condition i had to take care of my wife I had to put make make sure i had some pre- she they had to sign some stuff off when i was under the um, under the um, what you call it the anesthesia, anesthesia. Yeah. yeah and i i woke up in a whole thing around my neck and I like my aunt and her like you wouldn't go say yes to it so we did it anyway and i it's, it's wow. a big help big help but whew. okay thank you for the that was that was whew. but
2: thank god i'm still here and amen um,
1: have been checked
2: out and everything is back to normal or back better than what it was. So that's mm. that's the blessing part Bless, about it. absolute blessing. Can't take things for granted. That's the whole key thing. And that's one thing that I'm I'm sharing, whether a person wanna hear it or not. Don't take it for granted. And don't blow when a brother is trying to reach out, at least hear what he's trying to say. You mm. know, at least hear what he's trying to say. And there's something about the women, no matter what. When they are sharing with you, oh no, you're going, no hands down, you're going because ain't nothing like um, when they talk about the pandemic. Can you imagine going through all of that during the pandemic? Have to stay in the hospital. Yep. And yep. your wife can't see you. She had to drop you off at the door, and you just end up with a bunch of strangers everybody masked up, and you just going like, "My lord, oh, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, I know I'm in your care. I know you're going to work this out for me." Not once. Not twice, three times.
1: Wow, 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 wow.
2: From April to June.
1: Shout out to Dr. Johnson. Like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Smith. I'm going give I know you've been thanked so much, but thank you for, you know, from everything culture. We appreciate you, you know, because, you know, I'm going to thank um, um, Mrs. D713 as well. I'm, <laughs> Mrs. Dragon, you know, it, yes, I had I had to tell my mentee the other day he was saying something. I'm like, you know, about uh, folding towels or something like that, or folding clothes. I like, you get, he said, your wife don't do that. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Do you know any other married men in your life? No, I'm the only one. I suggest you start taking advice from married men, other than taking advice from whoever you taking that advice from. I like, pay attention. Cause once again, you find you a wife, and what the Lord say, so you find you a good thing. And but hey, don't we, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> I talk about it any day, but you know, we going back. We'll come back to it. Oh man. So if you had a theme song, what would it be?
2: If I had, <laughs> 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 okay. I, I'm going to go, um, uh, uh, if I could help somebody, then my living wouldn't be in vain. That's my spiritual side. Now, okay. um, uh, I love it when you call me big papa.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> little toys with you, okay. switch it yeah, up on okay. this.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: okay, I'm not mad at it. You good, what day we go catch you? what time? Maybe in the morning we hear the spiritual, you know, when you're waking up, putting your shoes on, and when you're getting, getting up and go out, you know, let's switch it up yeah. a little bit on this, okay. Yeah. I love it. I'm still, still it. human, I'm still human, and I my, have
2: my faults, but yet still, hey, bro, yeah. I ain't heard nobody, so that's me.
1: (laughs) Baby. Okay, okay. We're halfway in it. How would you define joy? (sighs)
2: How would I, I define joy? Not having to look over my shoulder. Having peace of mind. Being able to share knowledge. Uh, having history in a positive way and looking over accomplishments that the good Lord have allowed me to take upon and most of all, completing. Love
1: it, love it, love it. What privileges do you benefit from? Uh, I benefit,
2: uh, this is it. Believe it or not, Privilege I benefit from seeing my grandchildren interact, hmm. watching them, watching my children as they still are um, going up in the in the job world, accomplishing major goals, and mm-hmm. they have to set for themselves. And of course, some of them are taken.
1: Yeah, hmm. love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> So this is going to be a little different question. This little the curveball we have for some folks. Okay. So if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? A lion. A lion. If you couldn't be a lion, what would you be after that? I couldn't be
2: a lion. What are you talking about? A curve. Um, hmm. Animal.
1: I couldn't be the lion. Oh, you didn't,
2: you knock me down,
1: oh, me down. I, uh, oh, um. You're not um, the only one to experience this.
2: Wait, okay. So I couldn't be the lion, I never did think about anything else other than the lion, king of the jungle. Um. Look, um, only because I I always admire their strength. Because they're they vegetarians. <laughs> but they... they um, what's that? The, the um, silverback gorilla. Silverback gorilla. Yeah.
1: Right
2: here. Right here. Yeah. Right yeah, here. Because yeah. when I saw some of the videos of this strip, I was
1: going like, Jesus Christ. Mm. Woo! If you couldn't be a lion or a gorilla, this the last mm. one. What animal you'll be after that? <sighs> well, I, I know. That, I, I know. I was about to say, Well, you worry about the second one, I like, you ain't the third one. show go through, y'all. In reading about the eagle,
2: yeah, I'll I flip it there. I'll go with the eagle. Mm. The ego has so many things that, that, when you read upon the eagle, and so many things that how he accomplished, how he get his prey, and even those that caught himself trying to attack him and how he just go up, you know, go up, take him up to, so many thousands of feet
1: up in the air. And then,
2: yep, yeah, they say, okay. yeah. Next
1: that, okay. The, the reason why I asked this question, and it's scary. We like, my first two was in line in the grill as well when I first did this. That's why I, I alike. My third one was an owl though. <laughs>
0: like, is that right?
1: So, hmm But the reason why it, this is our Russian personality test, you know, this is just something they'll use. Um that the first one is what you want people to perceive you as. The second one is what people actually see you as. And the third one is what you actually are. Mm. Now, it don't hold any weight, but it always made me think, and that was a question I caught up and I was like, hmm. it, it made me say, hmm, as well. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, That's yeah. Interesting. But when you said, I said, lion," I said and when you, I was going to, before you even came, I said, you going to say Silverback Gorilla. lion. I knew not just Gorilla, <laughs> he going to say Silverback, too. I, I felt that.
2: Great minds think alike. Like oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I said once when, when you said a, another respected uh, bird, and was, I was okay. I said, I said oh, that's that's so unique. I uh, would well, never thought the owl. Mm-mm-mm. And the well, no, owl. My, my wife loves owls, so that's something else as well. So.
2: And the thing about the owls, ain't nothing gonna creep up on the owl.
1: Correct, man. You can see what they can do with their heads and necks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, the good in, and and the laying wisdom they have. Oh yes. So, all right. So the question that we have right here. So in your life or in this now, who do you respect?
2: My mom. Uh yeah. Uh, my elders. Um I have a big respect for caretakers. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that they are not given, it was partially given the recognition they should have. Caretakers, man, have a drooling job to deal with. Those that have, suffer with dementia or mental health issues. Um and the amazing part, Drake, none of us walk around with a label on our foreheads saying, mm-hmm. um, mentally challenged, bipolar, or whatever label they want to leave it as when they act out of character. Uh, Caretakers have a lot they have to endure. And then still have to try to go on with their life and their lifestyle. My, My heart goes out to them, especially with this, not only with this pandemic, but because of the fact that really didn't know. You know, they don't really discuss all the patients they run into, Mm -hmm. you know, unless it becomes an issue later on. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Two two or three years ago, I ran into such a session, they had that. Like, whoa, you had to do all of that? And then had to still try to keep yourself healthy to help the next person out.
1: Wow, 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 wow. Once again, that's something we'll bring back to in the future as well. Um, when I'm editing it's i to be taking so many notes. Um, <laughs> who? Well, what are you responsible for?
2: Uh, in my mind, I'm responsible to try to do everything I can to keep my wife happy. I'm responsible for keeping myself healthy. Um. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Making sure I take my vitamins, eating correctly, getting out, exercising. If it's just a walk around the block, I'm responsible for that. Yes. And I'm responsible for to try to make sure that I'm in a peaceful surrounding. Mm. And um, I don't care how combative a situation might get; I, I don't have to entertain that. You know, I don't have to entertain it. And that's that's my, my top priority right there. I, I'm I'm not cool. coming to referee.
1: No. Love the wisdom. Love the wisdom. <laughs> Trust me, I need to hear this. You you just don't know. Ooh, okay. So who were and who are your role models?
2: My dad. My dad and my... Um, I recently lost him last year. One of my uncles, my Uncle Laney. My I uncle. Love him to death. Um, 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 I have... Well, my dad, my Uncle Laney, My first pastor, Reverend James A. Morgan, was one of my role models. Um, I respect, I have a very good childhood friend. Um, Wouldn't label him as a role model, but Kevin Hall, we have mutual respect for one another because we came up together. He's a pastor and I really respect him. All through this COVID, we reach out once, twice a week to one another to make sure that we're cool. and um, some of my uh, good friends down through the years, I have much respect for them because even though we don't see one another on a regular, we still reach out on social media to make sure that we're okay. You know, yes. um, That's off the top of my head. I love it, love it, love oh, it, love it. And then look, and I would get shot if I don't say this, my sister. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my okay. Yes, my sister.
1: Shout out to the sis. Okay, thank you. If you could start over in life at any moment or just at the very beginning, would you do so?
2: At any moment, yes, I would. Okay. Okay. All right. so kind of left turns I made that I should have made. I see now. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. How do you relax?
2: I relax by... um. <laughs> it's funny, but it's true. I relax having music on, my, my Pandora, okay. or, or, or my Alexa, having a TV on, having a headset on with a movie, and sitting back in the chair. Hmm. Now, okay. that's my relaxation, yeah. Some some good entertainment. Okay, love yeah, it. You know, going from all the look, you talking about surround sounds, everything going, and, and and the wife say coming all the way upstairs, say, "Did not you hear me calling you?"
1: With all this going on, really. <laughs> the way you live and the way y'all got the setup going, I know you got some good headphones. So that's oh, the thing about it. Some of the best Bose because,
2: as well as Doctor Drake.
1: Yes. And if you got those noise canceling joints, oh, you you ain't hearing nothing. It's a wrap. Thank you. It's Just
2: smiling, that's all.
1: Like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. okay, okay. So when did you realize you were different?
2: Uh always was taught I was always told that in junior high school yes. because I wouldn't I didn't get off into the weed thing with the kids, and I always talked about what I was coming up with, and that was church. So anytime they came, here come the church boy. Here come the church boy. Do you do anything? Do you go to parties? Nope. Well, how do you enjoy life? I enjoy going to church. So I heard that all always. You know, I was always the square or whatever. Yeah, but hey, I'm still here. Amen. I'm still here. So, and it's it's so funny about that, Drake. I didn't choose to go to parties. I didn't even have a desire to, to go to parties because I've heard of all the different things that was going on. But on Friday nights, my mom and dad gave me the okay to ride the bus. that would come down in our area and pick us up and take us over to Oakland. Hmm. Now, the church service started at 10 p.m. Sometimes church service and let out to 3 or 5 in the morning and ride the bus all the way back. I'm thinking, no supervision, did this for months. They just for a long time. Little did I know, there was a neighbor that was on the bus that knew my parents. That's what (laughs) happens. So, so, little, you know, even though I felt I was trusted by my parents to go and do that, and I never did go anywhere else. And they constantly instilled in me, they had no idea that this lady, Sister Jones, and her husband was part of that until, they, until she came to them and told them, said, yeah, I saw your son." My mom said, well, he goes there all the time on Friday nights. I said, yeah, well, okay. And didn't know that later on, they made the connection. And my mom had told me, and I said, well, they let you know, I didn't go where I said I was
1: going. She said, yeah, we knew. goes back to their respect. Mm-mm. Do you know three people who trust you? If so, who are those three people?
2: Do I know three people that said trust me? Hmm. Uh, uh, I can only assume. Um, to say that I really know, I can't say.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I, I I pray and hope that the life I live would display show trustworthiness. But you don't know what a person how they how they view you or look at you. You know, okay. they might say it, but I don't want to be the one. That, Put the label on them and say, oh yeah, such and such. Oh, they know me, they trust me. Um, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I like
2: that. Like that. I'm gonna be on the safe side with that one. Like, mm Uh okay. okay.
1: What is a quote that you live by?
2: Uh humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up.
1: All right. I don't even have to ask who's that from. What's that from? <laughs> I fit to fit to
2: say. I I used to know that scripture by heart. Forgive me, Lord, for not being able to say that often. I just know the scripture off the top of my head. But I learned that even in um, junior fellowship, Mm. all about self-lifting and all that. No, that was never a part. If you humble yourself, he'll do the lifting. Mm. I'm not trying to get the glory.
1: Okay, this is one of my favorite questions. I hate saying your last meal, so I'm trying to find another re- way to rephrase it. So, if you had any meal you can choose from, any meal, any meal, uh-huh. and anybody could prepare it for you, what would it be, and who would prepare it? Ooh! <laughs> wow! Uh,
2: hmm. But it's not the last. You said the last meal.
1: You uh, don't have to be, because uh, last meal. Because when I say last meal, this is your what yo man. You going all in, you. This is something. But if it don't have to be your last meal, that's all I say. But if you can go in on any meal, anybody can cook it for you. You know.
2: Now, when I think of all the different dishes we have had, one of the most recent pleasurable ones was. Uh, I know you gonna say you got to be kidding. Was uh um, Help me, in Texas. Papasan? Papado's. Papado's. Seafood. <laughs> Papado's. Seafood. Drake, we was down there in April.
1: Jesus. It, it, it's a, it's a um, hometown favorite. I will say that.
2: Oh, man. Now, I love seafood. I've had seafood in um, Texas. I've had seafood in Florida. Florida with their sh- j- Jumbo Shrimp, mm-hmm. Tiger pop, Tiger proms. Um, The thing about having who to prepare it though, I would get one of the top chefs
1: and just have a, a complete sea- seafood platter. Mm. Okay, yeah. seafood your thing, pop of those. Yes. Would it, see, okay. Being in Texas, you know, that's more of the Cajun thing. You know, up here, we ain't no Cajun in Seattle. I mean, I'll be telling them, like, y'all, they be acting like they – I said, no, no, no. They got the fresh seafood here, okay? Now, yeah. this is the best fresh seafood I've had in my life. Now, being in the third coast, in the Gulf, oh, you go get the dirty – you go get the shrimp. That's why you got to see it. And I believe that's why you season it so well, because you can't just have just a little salt and butter. Now, you got to throw a little bit extra because you eat – because me and my buddy, we from East Texas, and we always say we didn't know you, we didn't know any other type of fish other than catfish until we were adults. Okay, until we left our hometown, that's all we ate was catfish. And I'm just I'm just being transparent. That's all we had. So up here, but up here in Seattle on the Pacific Northwest, when I say I've had some Alaskan cod and flounder, I'm mean, like this stuff. Is, it's it's delicious. But when you try to get some crawfish and things of that nature, oh no, not here not here wow not here they didn't so, even know what roux is a um little let's got a little um fish spot around i would tell they didn't know what roux was and they were trying to make gumbo i'm like nah you can't you can't even start with gumbo if you don't know they have the roux in it but they have delicious um chowder i've never had chowder as good i, I, I hated chowder because in tech they don't make chowder down here like in down in texas but Good. They don't make it well. We'll say that. But up here, oh my God, it's it's a. Once again, it's a different culture and it's a whole different flavor. I will say that. So the f- seafood up there
2: in Seattle is way different than the seafood down in New Orleans.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's hey man, how you been to Galveston? How you how you seen the water down there? Oh man, you you do not want it like. It took me one time to go fi- uh, swimming in Galveston, and I like you feel like you got a whole film on you. It, it's it's very dirty, very 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 wow. dirty. Oh, they know it. Oh, they know it. It's, like, it's some areas it's a little bit cleaner, but oh, it is filthy, and that's why. But at the same, that's why I say you, the fish down there is it's... okay. What is, what is your favorite holiday?
0: Ah. <sighs>
2: Wow. My favorite holiday.
1: Hmm. Mm.
2: You know what? Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, okay. Thanksgiving. All right. uh, Christmas for the children, but Thanksgiving, because uh, I wish every day could, well, I try to always say, every day is a day of Thanksgiving. Mm. I had to wait for no special day, but what made me flip it like that is because uh, look like folks go out of their way. We uh, got 365 days a year; they go out of their way for a week or two weeks to provide for the homeless. Mm. And Lord knows, not only because of the pandemic, the homeless have tripled out here in California. Mm. They even have campsites for the homeless. It's like, wow.
1: it's, it's, like it's like here in seattle too same you know. thing yeah uh, once again coming from where i'm from i was not it was, it was a culture shock Culture culture when you see camps little villages and things of that nature yeah. i'm like wow and that's that's a conversation for the future as well Ooh, please let let
2: me know so we can bring it up it's so oh. bad out here you know how they had the um what you call that that you put on the roof those solar panels mm-hmm they got the solo panels laying on the ground for the campers in mm. the homeless shelters in Berkeley.
0: Mm.
2: You going like, are you serious? Are you serious? When I was Ubering, there was a lady that happened to be. Um, I had. I was Ubering. I picked her up four o'clock in the morning, and I looked at her. She looked at me. She got in the car. So about twenty minutes in, she said, "I know you wonder why you picked me up at that homeless shelter." I said, "Hey, right not she said, I got two jobs. And I, I stopped. Man. Said, I
1: mm-hmm. But it, it, that's what we get back to. But we got two more questions. We got two more. Okay. okay. How would you want people to remember you?
2: Mm. Cheerful. Straight shooter. Mm. Loving. <laughs> I even have to laugh
1: on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, but I love it. I love it. And I think you're achieving it. Last question, and once again, thank you, Mister Johnson, for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you, if y'all listen to us right now, y'all, y'all ain't gonna hear all the conversations we've had. I mean, I've cut out a lot just to let you know that right now, but it's I would. I might have to put this on Patreon or something for y'all to hear the whole thing uncut, but this has been a great conversation. And he will be back in the future. God will it. Last question. What changes would you want to see? Or what changes you want to bring to your culture?
2: The awareness of our hidden history is one. Mm. Uh stop allowing social media to limit you. Mm as well as start right now, even with the little babies, instilling in them to reach beyond the reach. In other words, don't allow nobody to put a ceiling like you can only go so high. Even if you have to wind up starting your own, I would love to be able to live to see our culture owning not only more properties, more businesses, more creative jobs, um, because nothing's new up under the sun. And even when you start even doing a biblical research, a lot of things that we think is new was done centuries ago,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it has been hidden. Mm-hmm. So once they get turned over again, and hopefully the next generations just coming up will be able to share that where it won't be such a, it don't have to necessarily be profitable, but be helpful for everybody else. I would love to see an end to the, the, um, like like you just got through saying about the hunger situation, I would love to see an end to the homeless. Mm. But the way it's going right now, Drake, there won't be no end. Mm. But we have to work as hard as we can to keep our generations and generations to come not to get in a predicament like that.
1: Yes, you're absolutely correct And how we get there. Absolutely correct. Well, thank you so much, Mister Johnson. Once again, greatly, greatly appreciate you. Um, For again, how can if you want to be found, how can people find you?
2: I started to say, go through uh, Leah.
1: <laughs> take y'all made sure to go through Leah. with Takeo take your space pod or Champions the Discourse. Y'all know who she is. If you don't, y'all, I'm gonna make sure y'all find her. Um, sure. And oh yeah, she really TT. I mean, like it is really. Once again, you got to support a family. I support them. They even support me. And once again, yeah all and I appreciate y'all. Y'all are y'all are some good folks in my book. Really you really are. Love you.
2: You're almost like family member. Oh, <laughs> thank thank me. I'm saying that.
1: All sincerity. Thank you, because once again, I just see good people. My family, we try to see it, and I appreciate it. And I once again look forward to having you in the near future. I want to say thank y'all all again for listening and watching it. Watching, oh Lord. Um you know i'm your host mr d713 with everything culture you can find us on spotify itunes youtube tiktok now twitter instagram and you can find us on red circle which is our new rss and you can finally listen to us on audible now so if you like listening to books and things there hey you just can download us and we're right there with you as well so almost everywhere you can find everything culture so um this is the makings of mr calvin Johnson, senior, and I will say thank you all and God bless. Bless you,
2: Drake.